Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here on the 17th of June. Um, today, uh, 7 a.m., here we are on New Zealand Sports Radio. And that's right, we come to you live every single morning at 7 a.m. In the headlines today, netball uh, is nearly back. Finger goes up in Australian cricket. Blackfern retires and Warriors name unchanged lineup. Uh, let's get straight into it in that netball news. And today, netball is going to be announcing the new draw of uh, home and away fixtures. Uh, that is because since we have returned to level one, that means that not all the games will have to take place in Auckland, um, as was originally planned. The first few rounds will do up until the end of July. Um, but uh, the uh, they will look at some um, uh, games in the second half of the season being uh, available on, well, being actually at their home venues. So uh, do look out for that when it comes out today. We are resuming on Friday evening with Wai, um, with Wai, um, Waikato uh, Bay of Plenty Magic versus the Northern Mystics. And remember, the first two games, uh, the uh, the crowd will be um, family, uh, friends and family of the players as a thank you for the support they've provided during the lockdown. Um, then five after that, 500 fans will be available to go to those games in St. John's in Auckland at the Auckland Netball Centre. Um, just remember, reminder that uh, there is a slight rule change in the fact that the games will be 12 minutes shorter than normal um, with four 12-minute quarters rather than four 15-minute quarters. Uh, and I'm going to hand you over now to Arshwin, who will take us through our cricket news. Good morning, Paul, and good morning to our viewers and listeners out there on the interweb. And yes, the finger goes up in Australian cricket, as signalled in yesterday's morning sports briefing. Kevin Roberts, Chief Executive of Cricket Australia, has been given out just 20 months after he started the job. He was, he was appointed until the end of 2021 and chairs 
Cricket Australia's chairman, Earl Eddings, has declined to comment on whether Roberts was paid out in the last 18 months of his contract, dollars to donuts that he was. Nick Hockley, chief executive of the T20 World Cup, that's the men's version, will take over in the interim. Eddings says Roberts' departure was necessary after various stakeholders in Australian cricket pushed back on proposed cuts due to COVID-19. Now, basically, to give you a bit of background information, I suppose, is that a lot of those stakeholders are questioning what Roberts is saying when you take into account the fact that oh, they want cuts for the cricket associations across the states. They want, they've want they had um, staff redundancies. Yet the dollars seem to be there, particularly when you look at a $300 million tour by India that is likely to go ahead. In the latest in the will-they-won't-they they file, Earl Eddings, the aforementioned chairman of Australian cricket, has also come out and said that it is unlikely and unrealistic that the Men's T20 World Cup will take place in Australia as scheduled. The tournament was scheduled or is scheduled for October 18th through to November 15th and was discussed at the ICC meeting last week. But a decision on whether to go ahead was deferred. ICC has always remained optimistic despite the growing unlikelihood of the tournament of sorry despite the growing likelihood of the tournament being postponed. Eddings, who sits on the ICC board, feels like time is running out for the 16 team tournament to proceed. And with a little bit of focus on some actual cricket news, although not cricket news in terms of playing, Johnny Besto will be working hard to win place back behind the stumps for England. Johnny Besto is, well, he lost his position when he was dropped for Josh Butler for the Test Series in New Zealand last summer uh, that followed the Ashes Series in Australia. He later got a reprieve as a batsman in the Boxing Day Test in Pretoria, but has not gone on to play any Test cricket since then. He was also left out of the tour to Sri Lanka, which didn't go ahead due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And this week in Swinging from the Hip, we will have a friend of the show, Shrubin Pasapati, on the show with regulars Tarun, Rohit and myself. So make sure you join us tomorrow at 8pm New Zealand time, right here on New Zealand Sport Radio for Swinging from the Hip. And Paul, that's our sports news for today. Thank you very much. Answering, there's lots more sports than just cricket, but I know some people think that cricket is all the sport there is. Uh, so it's just that the sports news for today. But never mind. There is other sports news as well. Um, and we'll be handing you over, <laughs> <Good news. laughs> yeah. over to Stephen, uh, who'll take us through our birthday today. Thank you, uh, Paul, and good morning, everybody. And birthdays today, an American born footballer who plays for the ferns a well-traveled football fern and finally a tongan born all black and that's where we start the birthdays this morning via tangito laporta fifita born this day the 17th of june 1992 is a tongan born new zealand rugby union player who currently plays as lock or loose forward for the hurricanes in a super rugby and for wellington in the mitred 10 cup fifita who turns 28 today, has played 12 tests for the All Blacks at international level, earning his first cap against Samoa in 2017. His elder brother, Lever Fafita, is also a rugby union player who plays for the Tongan international side. 
Moving on to the round ball game. Rebecca Ashley Stockborn this day, the 17th of June, 1993, is a New Zealand footballer who plays for Melbourne City in the Australian W League. She is a defender for the New Zealand women's national team. She previously played for Australian W League teams, Brisbane Roar, Melbourne Victory, and Melbourne City, as well as German Bundesliga team SC Sand and Sky Blue FC and the Seattle Reign in the NWSL. Stott celebrates her 27th birthday today. And finally, Rebecca Katie Smith, born this day, the 17th of June at 1981, is a former New Zealand international footballer who played as a defender. She was a member of the New Zealand women's national football team. Born in the United States, Smith qualified to represent New Zealand internationally through her parents. Smith celebrates her 39th birthday today. Happy birthday to all those three sports people. I'll be back with League News shortly. Thank you very much, Stephen. And in the rugby, um, we have Fafita. Uh, uh, sorry, not Fafita. We've just been talking about Fafita as a birthday. Um, we have Fatih Lofa, sorry, who has uh, returned to Worcester Warriors uh, for the first time uh, since he had a severe uh, neck injury. That happened five months ago. And there were um, worries that he would never be able to walk again. Uh, we, always, we did see him recently walk out of hospital which was a very, very welcome um, sight. Uh, and uh, yes, an emotional return there to Worcester Warriors, where he'll be continuing his rehabilitation. Uh, he was there for two hours doing walking exercises um, on the pitch. Uh, and yes, it's uh, we um, hope for him to have a very, uh, yeah, as full a recovery um, and uh, look forward to following his progress um, there. Uh, his wife uh, tweeted out some, um, yeah, look after him and send him home and make sure he comes home in one piece. Um, so, uh, yes, absolutely. Fatulova, obviously, uh, who played for um, Auckland and Southland uh, and won the Super Rugby um, with the Hurricanes before moving over to the UK. Um, talking of the UK, there has been uh, a, a, a world call or um, between uh, World Rugby, the Six Nations, uh, countries, the rugby champion, or the Sanzar countries, the uh, English uh, rugby clubs, and also the French rugby clubs to try and sort out a new international season. Uh, they came, they they all apparently agreed that change was needed, um, but they could not agree on what that change was going to be. Um, if you uh, listen to some of the news that's coming out, it sounds like it was uh, the yeah, that um, all the unions were in agreement, but they could not get agreement from the clubs. Um, oh, sorry, the players' associations were also involved um, as well. Uh, so uh, they have uh, said they will be urgently um, having more talks. Uh, and look, if change doesn't happen now, when is it going to happen is generally the feeling um, around the world. Uh, over the weekend, um, during uh, Super Rugby, Altura, um, Sky Sports have announced that they had a bumper crowd. Apparently, 750,000 people um, watched the Highlanders versus the Chiefs, Blues versus the Hurricanes, and also Warriors versus the Cowboys. 
Um, Sky is normally very, very guarded around its viewing figures. So it's a bit of a surprise they came out with this, but they did say this was a 91% increase on the average audience. Um, so clearly, uh, a lot of people, not only people, not a lot of people in the stands, but also a lot of people watching from home as well. That does not include numbers of people who are watching from the pub, for example, um, such as myself. Um, I watched the uh, Blues versus the Hurricanes um, in a local pub rather than uh, in, a, in a home. Uh, in some sad news, uh, Blackfern's lock Charmaine Smith has had to uh, has been forced to retire on medical grounds. Um, the 29-year-old uh, was uh, when she was having a routine a, a scan for her back. Uh, the doctors noticed she had a bulging disc in her neck, uh, and she has uh, been told that look, uh, she risks serious injury uh, if she continues playing, and so has had to um, uh, so has had to retire. Uh, she has played 27 tests since 2015, including scoring a try in the Rugby World Cup final over in Ireland against England. Um, the uh, so she is a world a World Cup winner um, as well. Talking of rugby World Cups, um, and uh, over in Australia, they are bidding for the 2027 Rugby World Cup, and they've announced an advisory board um, to look into that, including Olivia um, Wraith, Sir Rod Eddington, John Howard, Sir Peter Cosgrove, Elizabeth Gaines, Hamish McLean, and John Eels. Uh, good to see they got representatives there from Qantas, one of the key uh, sponsors of Australian rugby, um, and also from uh, Twiggy Forests uh, Mining Corporation as well. Obviously, he is a, a big, um, a big stakeholder in Australian rugby as well. So looks good. Look, look, looks good. They're being inclusive on that board. Now I'm going to hand you over to um, Stephen, who is going to take us through our NRL update. Thank you, Paul. In uh, league news this morning, travel reduction, a big bonus for the Warriors. Warriors named team for Friday night clash against the Rabbitohs. And uh, finally, Kalen Ponga signs a four-year deal extension with Newcastle, but it's with the Warriors we start this morning's league news. The Warriors have negotiated all manner of obstacles in this NRL season, but admit they're reveling in one major bonus. No regular trans-Tasman travel. Three games into the Australian Odyssey, prop Ignatius Pussy acknowledged the players aren't missing, hopping across the ditch, which is often used to explain their historic underachievement. The Kiwi club has always been loath to use the travel factor as an excuse, but Pussy admitted there are obvious benefits to remaining in Australia from a physical perspective. The fortnightly ritual of early alarm clocks, waiting at airports, sitting in planes and unpacking overnight bags has been replaced by far more palatable routines. They have the handiest home ground of any club, which their terrible accommodation located just a 15-minute drive from Gosford Central Coast Stadium. If the COVID-19 enforced regulations remain the same, seven of their away games involve bus trip to Sydney and the other two are interstate charter flights. It grants the players superior recovery time and more opportunity to focus on detail. Obviously, staying here saves us massive time, Pussy said. It saves us from waking up early and all that stuff. For a short turnaround, that's normally for us almost 12 hours of flights there and back. Just getting our body right, that helps a lot. Since the competition resumption last in May, the Warriors have posted convincing wins over St. George, Illawarra, North Queensland Cowboys, both in Gothards. 
However, they were well beaten in their lone trip by Penrith and Campbelltown. Pussy said they have changed tack and will travel earlier by bus to Friday's game against South Sydney at Bankwest Stadium, hoping to squeeze in a nap upon arrival to have them in sharper condition. Hopefully they'll be well and truly woken by the time they get to that particular game. And speaking of that particular game, Warriors coach Stephen Kearney has named an unchanged lineup for the Round 6 game against the Rabbitohs this coming Friday, remembering 8pm at Bankwest Stadium. That full Warriors lineup is Roger Tuivasashek, Patrick Herbert, Peter Hiku, Jared Beale, Adam Pompey, Cody Nikorema, Blake Green, Jermaine Tonua Brown, Wade Egan, Lachlan Burr, Eliasa Katoa, Tohu Harris, Adam Blair, Carl Lawton, Pawasa Famosili, King Vuni Yayawa, Jack Murchie, David Fusitua, Ignatius Pussy, Chanel Harris Tavita, and finally, Asaya Papa Ali. And finally, in league news this morning, Newcastle have re signed star fullback Kalen Ponga for four seasons and one of the most important deals in the club's history. The deal is believed to be worth around $4.4 million, which will make him one of the highest paid players in the NRL. The 22-year-old Queensland fullback was originally signed until the end of next year with an option for 2022, but opted to remain with the Knights as they chased their first premiership since 2001. It's no secret I want to win a comp in Newcastle. I want to hold the trophy up here. Ponga said, it's very exciting and very proud moment for myself and my whanau. We're building towards something and I can definitely feel it. It's something that I want to be part of and I'm excited to be part of. The contract puts to bed speculation Ponga was eyeing a code switch to rugby union in time for the 2023 Rugby World Cup. Ponga qualifies for New Zealand and has previously spoken about his respect for the All Blacks. But on Tuesday, he reiterated his love for Newcastle castle and a desire to bring success to the area after canberra made the nrl decider last year the knights now have the longest grand final drought in the game their last appearance was with andrew john's led 2001 premiership team under new coach adam o'brien and on the back of ponga's long-term deal with the club it's hoped the knights can achieve a long awaited success Andre Ponga, Kalen's father, helped negotiate the deal with the Knights. <clears throat> but excuse me, it was never about the money. Sure, we'll leave it at that. That's league news for today. I'll be back with more tomorrow. Everybody just have a great day. Remembering our league show tonight with Brad and Sanjay, where I think they'll probably discuss that a little bit more. It's all about the money. Mm, not about the money. I think it's all about the money. Don't you think, Paul? Um, I think money is definitely involved. Uh, it's, it's, there's a reason why it's called professional sport, um, isn't that? Um, you are listening to the morning sports briefing here on New Zealand Sports Radio. Uh, and in other news, um, race driver Simon Wolseley um, has been suspended for two years um, due to uh, purchasing two prohibited substances online. It's understood he did it for medical reasons and not to gain an advantage. Um, but look, folks, please don't self-prescribe. Um, go through a doctor. Uh, and uh, yeah, because obviously uh, self-prescribing can lead to further complications. So um, uh, the, the uh, he did break the rules. And yes, he has been banned for um, two years. Um, over in cycling, and Peter Sagan um, has surprised a few of us by saying he's going to skip the classics in favour of the Giro d'Italia. Um, 
He had already promised the Giro that he would race uh, in, he would attend the race this year, um, having never raced in it um, before. Uh, so uh, it, it's uh, this time it is going to take place during the 3rd to the 27th, sorry, 25th of October. Normally uh, it's held in May. Um, obviously, due to coronavirus, it has had to be rescheduled, as have all the um, spring classics as well that he would normally race in and be one of the favourites to win. Uh, so it's interesting to see that he has stuck to it and uh, going to be attending um, the Giro. Uh, as Stephen said, maybe it is about the money. Um, the Giro d'Italia is known to uh, give financial incentives for um, cyclists to attend their um, their race. Uh, moving on into tennis um, and uh, Nick Krygos, let's be honest, known for uh, making a comment or two, um, has called uh, the uh, United States Tennis Association uh, selfish for intending to host the US Open on the 31st of August. Djokovic, Nadal and uh, Halep, Halep, Halep have all voiced concerns about the plans of um, for, for the tournament to be held in New York. Uh, Krygos said he will get his um, hazmat suit ready for um, for when he travels uh, to the event. So it looks like he will be travelling um, to it, even uh, uh, even though he might uh, object to the timing. Um, the uh, Flushing Meadows uh, is part of um, uh, Queens, which uh, is the second highest death toll of any county in the US um, due um, to coronavirus. Um, so clearly, uh, I can you can understand where his concerns are coming from, um, even if he doesn't always put it in the most uh, uh, palatable way. However, um, uh, Dan Evans and uh, uh, has um, criticised some of the comments around restrictions on support staff as being no big deal. Um, uh, and whilst American uh, Danielle Collins um, has uh, said that it's easy uh, when someone's made 150 million. Um, throughout their career, referring to Djokovic um, to try and tell people what to do with their money uh, about and turning down playing the Open. Um, she said, obviously, when play, play, all these players are you know, self-employed contracts, essentially, and earn a living off these winnings, the higher players obviously get also get more money through sponsorship. Um, but for the lower players, um, yes, it's all about winnings. Uh, and therefore, turning up to these events or having these events cancelled means that they basically, uh, their earnings have been cut to zero. Um, and we heard yesterday that price pots will be down over the next two to three years. Um, so, yes, it's going to be a tough time for a lot of people in tennis. Staying in the States and moving on to the NFL. Uh, and uh, the um, commissioner has come out in support of Colin uh, Kaepernick. Um, yeah, Roger Goodell ha has said that he would like to see uh, Kaepernick back in the NFL and playing. Uh, he hasn't played um, since taking a knee in uh, 2016 um, when he uh, led well, when, when, he, when he led the San Francisco 49ers to the Super Bowl um, and he has, so he's not played uh, since then. Uh, there have been a number of tryouts um, but uh, uh, there's always been question marks as to how serious those really were. Um, and were they just uh, to show that uh, he wasn't being um, banned for his uh, comments? Uh, things look to have turned around now, um, and uh, 
uh, it looks like that there is support for him to come back uh, into the sport uh, as Black Lives Matter um, has uh, changed the conversation uh, over there in the USA. You have now started the day the best way up to speed with all of the important sports news. Don't forget you can listen on the go to New Zealand Sports Radio. Just search for the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio or your favourite podcatcher uh, and uh, we can listen to us uh, as you drive around town on your commute or um, do the gardening or whatever it is that you're up to. 